0: Hey everybody! Welcome to episode seven of TNT, the Thursday Night Throwdown. My name is Chris Maloney, living in London, Ontario, Canada, and we're pretty cold here tonight. Alongside me, as always, Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling. Sean, how you doing? Doing well. Good to see you. It's been yeah, very cold. Uh, yo-yo weather, really, and
1: you wonder why people get uh, colds. You say yo-yo weather? Yeah, up and down. Uh, cold one day, milder. Above zero, the next
0: okay. I just wanted to make sure I understood the yo yo comment. Yeah, didn't know if you're starting a rap career. Uh, Kevin Bennett yeah. style, I am not the remix Kevin Bennett <laughs> nor our guest last week, Carter, Carter Mason. Mason. So, yeah, and I honestly didn't know that side of him. I, you know, you see him and he's good at his promos and, and uh, the Carter Mason thing. Um, I had a co worker tell me, uh, Ed who would watch last week with regards to how Carter was so down to earth and humble do, uh, doing the interview with us. And then as soon as we played the Tyson promo and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, we brought Carter back, he immediately just clicked. He immediately went into promo mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know I couldn't do that personally. Like even if I was referee wrestler, lots of training, whatever the case may be, I think Carter Mason is one of those guys, just a natural at it. And, and even Tyson, that promo that you had done with Tyson was the exact same thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the
1: funny part, is, as I said uh, to off-camera, uh, when I helped uh, Realm compared to uh, helping uh, Tyson uh, doing the promos, definitely the experience is there, but uh, kudos to also
0: Alec Realm for the great promo he did for his match against Terrick last week. Yeah, yeah, very good. And we will go into that. Uh, if you listen to the, for the first time, uh, again, my name is Chris Maloney, Sean Bates, uh, alongside me here, uh, episode seven of the Thursday Night throwdown. you can reach us on social media, of course, uh, myself, uh, Sean, you know, individually as well through the Scumbags and CWN online. Uh, we get a new bunch of friends going on this week, which we will uh, discuss later on in the show. Um, and it's it's kind of cool because I'm excited about this, and, and, and Sean brought my attention to it actually when we were at the Smash show. And then sure enough, the the last couple of days, it's kind of been, the the ball's been kind of rolling on it. So I'm looking forward to see what happens. But um, as always, we'll get into, uh, oh, hold on, I got one note here. Happy belated birthday, Jonesy, is the first thing on my list. So Jonesy's birthday was uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, Somebody said he turned 67 years old, so not sure about that one. Probably watched The Notebook half a dozen times, but uh, Jonesy's happy birthday there. And he's watching. He is watching. So I'm 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 expecting and waiting for that <laughs> that first comment there. Anyways, but um, Sean, thoughts on the XFL and the redebut. debut? I watched the game between Seattle and D.C. and uh, I was honestly surprised at what I saw. It reminded me of a college slash CFL slash even NFL game. They had obviously their their own you know set of rules and and you had to get you kind of used to that. But uh, the feel of it completely night and day towards the original XFL. Any Did you have any chance to see it at all or the highlights?
1: Yeah, I caught some of the uh, Sunday uh, afternoon game with uh, Tampa and New York. Tampa really needs to do some work on their uh, gameplay. And uh, yeah, just randomly, because before seeing any of the uh, teams obviously play, I looked at what teams are there, and I'm going to see about following the uh, Houston Roughnecks as my XFL team to uh, follow. I know uh, there's a couple other people in the different uh, wrestling groups that I'm involved with. They've picked their own uh, team to support and follow, so we'll see who yeah, gets that at the end of the year. The play was actually really crisp. It was, you could tell that this time around they took time to gel as a team and run plays, Instead of just, oh, we hired all these guys, and next week we're throwing them on the field. These guys have been working out and practicing. The play has been really good, with the exception of a couple of teams being a little weak in the offensive defensive side of things. you got got uh, Houston that uh, did a lot of great work. D.C. Uh, was uh, really high-scoring. Um, what was it? The uh, There was one team that... They're, well, the whole game was really low scoring. I would think it was a Sunday night game. But I would say that uh, it goes to a lot of defense between those two teams. And so when they start rotating between the other ones, we'll see how things uh, fall apart and uh, go into place. I think I saw today also that uh, the final game of the, uh, of the championship game is going to be held in Houston. So who knows, maybe Houston will be able to pull it out and uh, host the uh, championship game.
0: Yeah, so Sean was saying about the the scores there, and, and probably I'll, the first time and only time I'll do this, but uh, uh, final scores we had uh, Seattle being beat by DC thirty-one nineteen, thirty-seven uh, to seventeen for Houston over the LA Wildcats. I think the game you were talking about, the New York Guardians over the Tampa Bay Vipers twenty-three to three, and then Seattle, no, not Seattle, St. Louis Battlehawks defeating Dallas Renegades fifteen to nine. The weirdest thing about this that was is a this
1: low-scoring game, but I think it's more because of the defense.
0: Yeah, the weirdest thing about it is the scores. Like, I'm not used to seeing a score 15 9 in football. You know what I mean? It's almost like CFL type. But, uh, uh, like I said, I was impressed. It sounds like you were impressed. And, and, uh, uh, you're going to, your official team, you said, uh, the Rednecks? The Roughnecks. The Roughnecks. So, yeah. With
1: uh, my wife working on Sunday, I'm uh, going to quickly uh, cut this week's uh, podcast and get that launched and be able to sit down and watch uh, the Sunday games.
0: Very good. So uh, you're picking your team. I'm picking my team. Even though they lost, I am going to go uh, Seattle just because I like the name Dragons. So there's there's my pick. Um, from here, I just want to put up this comment quickly. Jones says he's 68 years old. So uh, I stand corrected. So uh, happy 68 there, Jonesies, And uh, we'll hopefully be on the show sometime soon. Anyway, Sean, we go from good news of the XFL to a rumor that I actually had heard. And I don't know how true this is, but. Your thoughts, and I know you've been a fan of this since launched a WWE Network potentially uh, putting pay-per-views off the network.
1: I don't know if this is going to fly too well. Um, It's definitely one thing that has attracted people to want to watch the WWE Network. Here in Canada, obviously, we get it in a different format, regardless of what um, your TV provider, satellite provider. It is actually a network network that way as opposed to in the u.s where you are going through the apps or through the uh, wd network directly or wd.com directly and so how that plays out for us here in canada will be interesting but this is something that they should have pulled off right from the beginning to try and take a step back now after offering every pay-per-view including wrestlemania for either free for your first month or for nine 99 for everything is going a little bit backwards where I don't know if people are going to stay with the W network just for a table for three ride along and you know, even NXT's off there. So, cause they're on the uh, USA, what's the draw to keep you there except for the nostalgia stuff, which is great, you know, and then you can also go back and, Watch the stuff as you listen to any of uh, Conrad Thompson's uh, podcasts with uh, the guys that he's doing. They watch back old stuff, but to keep it after you take pay-per-views off and go to whether it's ESPN Plus, Peacock or anything like that, Amazon, it's going to be a tough call.
0: So my follow-up question, is there enough content on WWE Network right now to still be invested in? I think it's $11.99 or $12.99 a month Canadian um, if they decide to remove the pay-per-views. And if they decide to remove the pay-per-views, does that include takeovers as well? Yeah, I wouldn't think it
1: would uh, include takeovers. One would hope that it's only the regular WWE stuff. and That might be the pull to keep you there. But yeah, for that price, nostalgia may or may not be enough like okay yeah i'm paying that for disney and that's nostalgia except for the mandalorian but is that going that same uh effect going to happen on w network
0: i don't know so we get a relevant question from jonesy there or a statement actually i heard they were going with tiered packages Same example they go with that tiered package system and all of a sudden now instead of the 12.99 or 11.99 canadian that we're paying all of a sudden now we're paying 19 or 20.99 canadian and we get the pay-per-views is, I mean, that's a huge hit. We're almost double the price, right?
1: Yeah, it's uh, going to be a little bit different uh, with that, but it's going to be worth it. Uh, can you just uh, go on with a topic? Your key issue from last week is my key issue this week.
0: Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, where, where, where do I go next? Um, well, let's see here. All right. maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get people's thoughts uh, on uh, on this one here since uh, Sean stepped away for a second. But uh, guys, if you're uh, listening to this or watching this, uh, just get your thoughts. And, and Sean, wow, that was quick. <laughs> I just had to uh, car key. All right, so I'll take over the topic. Maybe to, to put it to uh, anybody watching or listening right now, your thoughts on the rumored matchup of the Undertaker versus AJ Styles WrestleMania thirty six. Um, I kind of like that matchup. Um.
1: It's different, and while they're going to definitely be able to throw around the word phenomenal and the phenom, Um, it's whether or not Taker can keep up with AJ.
0: But are we going to make – so let me try to rephrase that. AJ is the type of guy that can sell and make anybody look like a superstar. And if that match takes place, is that the main reason for it, to make Taker look like he's – Phenomenal, and if this is the case, if AJ Styles is facing Taker at WrestleMania, is this Taker Swan song? Is he going to the Hall of Fame this year?
1: We thought that was going to happen a couple of years ago. Like, it doesn't help that, in a way, it does help, should I say, that these guys are doing what Edge did, and now Santino Morella going to uh Columbia and getting the uh, stem cell. A guy like Undertaker, maybe even Sting, can do that. and extend their career
0: yeah i guess we'll have to wait and see i mean to me it's a gimmick match and, and i hate saying that about because taker is taker and styles i'm still a huge fan of and stuff like that but it's one of those matches that's just on the card it's not one of those matches that i could necessarily you know i'm not going to care if i miss it live you know if i decide to get up and do something during that match i can always catch it later because at me, the
1: same time uh the way things have always been outlined and put uh, presented, at least, a match with Undertaker is almost as good as, or better than having a championship match. And that was one thing that CM Punk didn't understand when he had his uh, turn uh, with Undertaker.
0: Yeah, very true. Um, we got a comment from George McKay or Mackay? Uh, not, <laughs> I think I want to say McKay. If, if it's okay. Mackay, my apologies. But uh, he said, what's up boys. He does straight talk wrestling. Um, I think this name of it, correct. Yep. Yeah. And he's up to He, I actually, he's, he's more than you right now. I think he's up to episode a hundred and something thing.
1: Yeah. And, and scumbags uh, podcast, the, no. scumbags what's podcast. Scumbags is going to 92, I believe this week, but yeah, George is uh, ahead of us, but, uh, He does a lot of uh, good interviews, uh, different shows. So he's part of the uh, podcasting network that we're uh, getting started. That we're going to talk more about (laughs) later on.
0: Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, later on is coming uh, uh, pretty soon. So Um, next topic on hand here: Uh, get your thoughts on now. Get your thoughts on this: Simone Johnson, WWE Performance Center. Is she going to amount to anything close to the Rock? Or is it just somebody else such as, say, a Noel Foley who's entering the field and might not amount to anything at all?
1: Uh, That is a very good question because even Shaw Guerrero uh, didn't make it, and she was a third-generation star as well, and they're going to be touting. Um, This one is fourth generation. There's a lot of athleticism uh, potential, or at least in the genes, Uh, That is, I don't know what her uh, high school uh, sort of athletics have been. Um, If she's as determined as her dad in a way, that'll be phenomenal. Hopefully she has gotten some sort of uh, rub or, uh, you know, just the charisma that her dad has. And it'll be great. So, yeah, it's wait and see. But she just turned 18. So it's going to be a ways off.
0: All right, and last three kind of topics on the WWE before we go into uh, a preview of TakeOver in a bit. Um, What excites you more? WrestleMania 37 taking place in Los Angeles next year. Uh, John Cena and Goldberg reemerging in the WWE and the Hart Dynasty reunion on The Bump.
1: Um, Well, I didn't see The Bump. Cena and uh, Goldberg, meh. You know, Goldberg, Oldberg, we said that last week. Cena... He's kind of needed, but he's the lot. Unfortunately, he's a dying breed. He's one of the last superstars that they actually did produce. Everybody else is a star, more so now than the mega stars that we saw with John Cena, uh, Rock, uh, Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, and all them. They're not producing them the same way. WrestleMania 36 in the L- or 37, should I say? in the new arena that they're making out there in California. Could be fun. Um, I've heard that this uh, new stadium actually can go from 60-some-odd thousand people to up to 100,000 and expands. So, uh, yeah, be interesting to see what they do.
0: I was going to say that's as big as the Dallas WrestleMania that they had, eh?
1: Yeah, they could uh, tie that one.
0: All right, so a couple more notes as far as Pro goes uh, before we get into AEW versus NXT, which will lead us into the takeover pre-show predictions. Uh, Your thoughts, and I want to get your thoughts on this one because you've got a little bit uh, more insight than I do. So it's been announced PCO, who's ROH World Heavyweight Champions, uh, three-way dance coming up against Roosh and Mark Haskins at Gateway to Honor on February 29th. What are your thoughts on Mark Haskins back in smash wrestling? Did you ever think he was going to amount to somebody who was going to face off for the ROH world title, you know, a couple of years later? He was
1: decent, uh, but just, yeah, because he came and went and a more of a, a special attraction because of his name, I really didn't get to see much of him, but uh, yeah, anything's possible. Like who would have thought, You know, some of the guys that we've seen go through uh, Smash would make it to where they are now.
0: Yeah, and in saying that, there's a couple of guys I'd like to see go up that are still, you know, present uh, at current days. But uh, that might be uh, safe for uh, another show. Uh, Thoughts on Jordan Grace's title win? Now, we've discussed it before, but I mean, do you think there's a reason Taya, you know, lost the belt? Is this kind of it knowing that John Morrison's over in uh, WWE now In saying that Taya's contract still exists for another, probably I think a year or so, but what did they do with her post this? This is like a CM punk type thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, she did have a great uh, run with the belt. I think it was over a year before Jordan was able to get an offer. Um, Impact has been known to let people out of their contracts, look at what's gone on with killer cross. And, uh, and even uh, Scarlett Bordeaux, they weren't happy they got out. Now, if she were to say she's not happy, and probably is costing them a lot because of her resume, they might be able to let her go. And then WD could potentially
0: pick her up. Yeah, which would, I mean, it? but do you put it with John Morrison? I mean, there's talks right now at Killer Cross being with Scarlett Bordeaux. I mean, is it one of those things you put Morrison immediately with Taya?
1: I would, because right now uh we're just doing a uh, rehash of miz and morrison from 10 plus years ago yeah
0: it's like yeah. creative is being well i mean not just being lazy now but creative's seemingly been lazy for you know a past couple years at least um a lot of
1: people think that you know
0: oh well, what would
1: you want to see from him but he did leave he became a uh, top guy in uh, lucha underground he did the top thing and impact? Yes, they're not at the same level as WD, but for somebody coming back who was a top star, they could have pushed him a lot better, I think, than instantly uh, hatching him up to the Miz. And the Miz even has improved since he was with John Morrison. It's kind of a step back for both of them.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing about so streamyard is the the I guess the initial platform I'm on that feeds out to YouTube as well as Facebook. Uh, I get comments, and I'm not sure of the exact date. Um, I I mean, I can see the ones coming in right now, but as far as everything else goes, and I want to say they're current, but I just want to touch base on this. We're talking about the impact there. So Doug Trencher from Midwestern Wrestling was in Vegas for the TV tapings last Friday. Uh, Pretty cool to see what's coming up. That was one of his comments there. Um, Another one was the Elgin Powerbomb on the ramp. We were right beside, so that's pretty cool for them. And the other thing he was happy about seeing was, of course, the Deaners. And uh, Sean, I know you did. Uh, an hour-long interview with Cody?
1: Uh, Yeah, it was about uh, 45 minutes to an hour. He had uh, finished getting a tattoo, and uh, we were looking for a different place to uh, meet up with, but we ended up just at of Harvey's uh, over on Warncliffe and uh, enjoyed uh, a couple of junior burgers and milkshakes while chatting away. Definitely one of those guys that deserves the attention on national television in the way. Yeah, for sure, and it's great that he's been able to go back to Impact because uh, he was there years ago uh, with TNA and doing stuff with ODB, and he had the handlebar mustache and just basically trailer park uh, sort of dwellers, and now he's doing the uh, gig with his
0: cousin and the Diener Dynasty. Yeah, I'm digging the gimmick. I mean, good for him. Um, who's to say how long, how much longer Cody Diener is going to be doing this? I mean, you've got Sean Spears doing the training thing now. Um, Eric Young is on his way you know, to probably do in production work or training down at NXT. So who's to say Cody Dinner doesn't take that same kind of mold Tyson Duke style here in Ontario? That would be pretty cool.
1: And that's not even to uh, mention the fact that Cody does a lot of speaking engagements with schools and does a lot of motivational talks and every month he has his giver for charity and he's selling pictures t-shirts whatever and donating uh, those funds to really good causes
0: yeah the cool thing is on another podcast that we had done about a year ago we we're talking about this exact same thing so you know deaners um uh, obviously been hyped on this and has continued doing this for you know at least the past year so uh, you know props to him was that the deaner thing no that was two years ago we were talking oh, about two years ago
1: was it actually two yeah, years ago? It was two years ago when we started the Sharpshooter. Um, my timeline, I got reminded that we were doing episode number two of the Sharpshooter.
0: So there's another Jonesy reference as well as Nathan and Jake, wherever you guys are tonight. But uh, holy crap, two years ago. Damn. <laughs> started my uh, podcasting. Yeah, so, anyways, I'm, we'll talk about that another show, maybe. Um, National Television, AEW 817 this week versus nx fifty seven. They closed that gap. Did you see the show? I caught the uh, tail end of uh, AEW.
1: I uh, had stopped by the uh, factory and then needed to uh, go out uh, before getting home for AEW. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw the title change with uh, the women's uh, belt over on uh, AEW. Uh, It's an interesting uh, aspect in itself because you got Rio, who uh, was the initial champion, losing now the title to the woman that she took the belt from. And now this makes some precedent almost in the same light as what Impact did with their belts in a way. Because Impact now has the first woman to hold a major male title. And AEW now has a transgender uh, wrestler. And uh, I believe also she's uh, also African-American. So that's covering a bunch of different things being handed over the uh, women's title. And I don't know. I'm going to throw it out there. I know it's dirt sheet stuff and whatever and clickbait. But I had seen something where there was uh, somebody trying to insinuate that there's some issues between all the executive vice presidents with uh, AEW and that maybe uh, Omega was the reason why the Nightmare Collective got uh, taken down because he wasn't a fan of that. I'm wondering if those dirt sheet type rumors are true. Maybe that's why Rio's now not the champion because that's Kenny's project. Okay, this. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things, and like it's a dirt sheet. I feel
0: like you could go a whole hour on the Omega thing. I mean, here's a guy who fought Okada in matches of the year, six star, seven star matches, you know. Uh, PW, I almost said insider, but PWI wrestler of the year, you know. Um, yeah, don't. Anyways, if, if they're not getting along, it's one thing, but. Uh, these dirt sheets, for example, to be talking about the fact that Riho lost the title because Kenny Omega is on the outs right now, that's garbage. I mean, if anything sure. at all. But the thing is, who beats Nyla at this point? Is Britt Baker? Yeah. But now we're going to heal Nyla versus a heel They're Britt Baker.
1: Heels. So they have to get somebody else. Maybe Chris Statlander does. Yeah. Because now she won't have anything since the Nightmare Collective is no longer existing, so she's not going to be fighting off um Awesome Kong, who apparently has gone uh, from there. She wasn't, uh, I guess, doing a lot of physicality anyways because of her limitations. But she's also uh, now off doing season four, the final season of GLOW. Yeah. And just to uh, check back on one thing, um, Straight Talk
0: Wrestling is actually uh, episode 121. 121. And you're at what? 92. 92. So, uh, well, I, you're going to remain 30 behind unless you start doing two shows a week. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. I mean, well, I, okay, and saying that you're doing two shows a week, but I mean two scumbags podcasts a week. And actually, you count this show, you're doing three shows a week.
1: Yeah. Until I get more matches at uh, uh, the factory, then it's four
0: shows per week. And you're still Crazy. married. You're still married. That amazes me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we talk. we talk about wrestling well that's the the whole purpose of the show is talk about wrestling but uh your thoughts on uh, jeff cobb and AEW? now what i read earlier tonight was the fact is he's still a free agent so pwinsider.com had reported that uh what he's doing right now is just doing one-offs so if they want to add him for a second third show whatever the case may be but he still hasn't signed a contract anywhere yeah he's still working for ring of honor and everywhere else no do you here's a question for you as a wrestling fan would you prefer to see it that way I mean, obviously you can't build long term storylines, but the fact is you got the ability now to have Jeff Cobber bring honor at one, you know, one one month, have him in New Japan another month, have him in AEW another month, NXT maybe another month, which probably would never happen anyways. But the fact is, do you like the way the setup is right now or would you rather see some of these guys rotate on a monthly schedule?
1: Well, that's the way the uh, business used to be uh, with the territory system, so it's not too bad in that respect, and it saves somebody from getting stale. Um, It is a little hard, I'd say, for continuity-wise, where if you saw, uh, just using Jeff Cobb's name, if you saw Jeff Cobb as a heel with uh, the Inner Circle on a Wednesday night, and next thing you know on like Ring of Honor, he's a top babyface, It kind of uh, blurs some lines that way but it's uh, nice if you can do it and they don't get in a rut like maybe some of the guys in WDR or not even being used and they make it to the arena just to find out oh day off and be away at the time they at least know
0: that they're going to a show and being booked and being used yeah All right, so last note before we get into the NXT TakeOver Portland preview. I'm hearing kids all of a sudden. I don't know where that's coming from, though. In my hallway or something like that. Who knows? Um, Anyways, tomorrow night, uh, Valentine's Day, WWE Friday Night Smackdown is coming from Rogers Arena in Vancouver, B.C. First time I think they've hit Canada since uh, the whole Friday night move. Um, So, yeah, definitely check that out. uh, Sportsnet360 if you're here in Canada. And uh, eight o'clock, of course, and then all these shows surrounding, uh, like aftermath and stuff. So, takeover Portland preview, which is kind of weird. Oh, here's the other thing I, I meant to, uh, yeah, meant to mention. Teddy Hart, hear about that?
1: Yeah, I saw a little bit. He got nabbed for uh, some uh, drugs that were enough for possible sale. So uh, surprised. No, not really. It's Teddy Hart. He's always been sort of the wild child, wild card
0: of the family and uh, kind of not unexpected. All right, we'll leave it at that. So NXT TakeOver Portland uh, taking place Portland, Oregon on Sunday uh, this coming weekend, not Saturday like they usually do. Uh, February 16th, 7 p.m. pre-show at 6.30 p.m. WWE Network, of course, and then their social media. Uh, Sean, we'll go through the matches and then maybe we'll do <coughs> a prediction on just the matches. Cause I think there's only six taking place. Uh, Keith Lee defending against, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, uh, North American title on the line. Who's your pick? Uh, going to be a great match. They are both hard hitting, but, uh, title stays on Keith Lee. He's uh, on fire right now. Yeah. I got to agree with that one. Uh, Tegan Nox taking on Dakota Kai in a street fight. Uh, yeah, that
1: one is going to be, uh, insane. Um I think Knox needs to uh get the uh victory because of what happened to her at um the war games pay-per-view. But yeah, it should be a
0: good match. So is that your pick, Knox? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go Dakota Kai in that one. Um undisputed era, fish and O'Reilly defending the uh NXT Tag Team Championships against the Brosawaits. So the Dusty Club uh, Dusty Cup winners, Riddle and uh Pete Dunn. New champs, still champs. Oh, that is a tough call because I, I
1: some of these titles shouldn't change. I would say until the next takeover, which is during WrestleMania weekend. But I don't know. Uh, just the way things are going, they are really good with uh, Riddle and uh, Pete Dunn with the Broser weights, and Pete Dunn is playing the street guy. And with a smile ear to ear, and uh, they snuck onto a plane the other day just to uh, get to Portland, with. and it was Triple H's plane. But I think if they lose, they're bound to be splitting up, and that's a, going to be a future uh, feud, but I want them to stay together. So going on a limb and saying, yes, new tag team champions.
0: All right, so that I'm going to agree on. For two reasons. Number one, exactly what you just said. We're going to see them feud, lose the belts, have a good feud, whatever the case may be. Secondly is because of the fact I think at the end of this show, you're going to be seeing all the Adam Cole as champ. When that happens, who beats Adam Cole? I think it's going to happen at WrestleMania this year. So I'm going to say Undisputed Era loses the titles as well. Uh, next match, uh, talking about uh, Adam Cole defending against Ciampa. Champa taking Goldie back.
1: No. No. I think that's the belt that's going to be the final belt to be lost by the Undisputed Era. They're slowly losing them. We saw Roderick Strong lose his to uh, Keith Lee. We can see the tag titles go on Sunday, and we'll wait till uh, WrestleMania to see Adam Cole drop the belt. While it's horrible that, you know, uh, Ciampa doesn't get it, especially after the injury and the comeback and all that, I don't know who uh, challenges. For the title on the WrestleMania card, like uh, take over Tampa. If it's Ciampa still, great, you know, then he
0: gets it. But if it's somebody else, so be it. All right. I'm going to say Adam Cole retains in this one. Uh, Next match, I think, is probably, I mean, it's out there, but I don't think anything's happening with it. Uh, Bianca Belair challenging Ray Ripley for the uh, championship. Uh, How do you, is this just a filler match to get them through to WrestleMania?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, because. The rumors were out there uh, for a long, very early after Charlotte won the uh, Raw Rumble. They would end up being uh, Rhea Ripley. For be rumors, fine, okay, let it be, Uh, just that. Don't acknowledge it. Don't put it out there until after this card, because once they started doing that, and Rhea Ripley showed up at Raw to confront Charlotte, and then Charlotte uh, made it there to NXT last week, and got beat up by both Rhea and uh, Bianca, it definitely did make this match and Bianca Belair a lame duck. It's a match just to have a match now because everybody knows that Rhea's going to retain and it's going to be her and Charlotte. Had they waited and had Charlotte show up maybe this Sunday to scout Rhea Ripley as a potential uh, opponent, whether she uh, acknowledged it on Sunday or waited until Monday to then finally make her decision. That's how I would have played it out. The same goes with what they did on Monday with the vampire now of, uh, Shayna Baszler attacking, uh, Becky Lynch until Charlotte made her official decision, all that needed to be held off. And they still had numerous weeks to build a WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> it's it's funny I, that was one of the topics i was going to talk about and i bypassed it but Shayna baszler raw segment a lot of people were saying it's if you're going to do something like that make it real have becky showing her stitches blah 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 blah, blah. um i mean Shayna ba- baszler finally gets the call up and that's how she does it do you see this diminishing her um as a wrestler going into wrestlemania you know against becky lynch because that's that's the rumored match is becky lynch defending against Shayna. well that's definitely gonna happen they play off of this though I
1: I don't agree with the whole biting of the neck. That kind of looked a little over the top and extreme. Whether she had bitten her ear and did a Mike Tyson, I could have gone with, right? But the back of the neck? Who bites the back of the necks unless you're a vampire? Now, if they really wanted to do stuff with Shayna Baszler and make her a badass that she's supposed to be and had been in NXT, why not go in there and just beat the living piss? out of Becky Lynch, bloody her up like uh, accidentally happened to her with Nia Jax with the back elbow and the blood uh, looking that way, and you don't have any of this ridiculous biting shit, and you have Shayna looking like a badass beating the man.
0: And you and, make her look strong that way too.
1: And she look. both of them look strong instead of this ridiculous biting angle.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll have to see where it goes. All right, last match of the night, and, and this is, to me, kind of a dream match and one I'm looking forward to, match of the year candidate. Johnny Gargano taking on uh, the one and only Finn Balor. Uh, thoughts on the match, and who who are you going to pick to win this one?
1: It's going to be probably, as you said, match of the night. I am going to go with Gargano. Gargano's coming back from a... Uh, Injury and stuff like that, because uh, he got put out for a bit. Yeah, but at the same time, do you give Finn a loss after he's trying to establish himself again in NXT? It could go either way. But I'm going to go Gargano.
0: All right. Just in case I didn't make my prediction, Rhea Ripley wins that uh, the female uh, the NXT Women's Championship match. This one, I'm going Finn Balor. Uh, the reason for it because when I was talking about it earlier, who takes the title off of Adam Cole at WrestleMania? Finn Balor. So that's who you're going to see Adam Cole lose that title too. So anyways, folks, that was NXT takeover taking place again, Sunday, February 16th, 7 PM pre-show at 6 30 PM, WWE network, as well as social media for the pre-show, obviously YouTube being one of those things. This is TNT, the Thursday night throwdown. My name is Chris Maloney. I'm alongside Sean Bates. And as always, after we're done pro, we go into indie, and the, probably the one thing I look forward to the most as, as you know, as far as the show goes, is an independency. Um, so I thought about my theme music when I'm going to start doing this independent rundown thing. I'm not going to release it tonight, but next week on the show, you'll you'll hear it. And a lot of people familiar with pro wrestling games will recognize the music right away. So anyways, here goes. We're going to do the rundown this week. Sean will correct me as always, which shows I've forgotten about, at least in Ontario. So anyway, here goes. Uh, two shows actually taking place tonight. Battle Rock presents match number three, Valentine's Day Massacre with Bad Waitress, Wine Lips in Toronto, Ontario. That is a combination music... Drag queen thing, and then all of a sudden, Space Monkey's in one of those matches without the ring thing, uh, ring thing taking place. So that's uh, card number one taking place today. it's Number two is CWO uh, Thursday Night Slam in Toronto as well. Sean, anything else for tonight?
1: Uh, no, that's all I have. I didn't have actually the one that you uh, mentioned with uh, Space Monkey.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, again Battle Rock in uh, Toronto uh, tomorrow. Um, I've only got one show and then one seminar, but I'll mention both of those. So Crossbody Pro Wrestling presents Showcase Series number 29 in Kitchener, Ontario, tomorrow night, as well as tomorrow's Speedball Mike Bailey and Vita Scott Seminar at Crossbody Pro Wrestling Academy in Kitchener, Ontario. Anything to add? To Hold on a second. Nope, nope, that should be it. I got my dates wrong, so the next date would be Saturday. Anything else to add for uh, tomorrow? Nope, that's it. All right, so Saturday, February 15th, Crossbody Pro Wrestling presents a Rich Swan Benefit Auction in Kitchener, Ontario, followed up by Family Day Feud 4 in Kitchener, Battle Arts Pro in Mississauga, Ontario, Pro Wrestling, Ontario, House on Fire in Burlington, Ontario, uh, Lace Production, EWE in St. Hyacinth, uh, Quebec, XZW32 presented by Extreme Zone Wrestling in Sorrel, Quebec, and then PPW, The Show Must Go on, presented by Pacific Pro Wrestling Canada, Abbotsford, B.C., Anything else?
1: Uh, no, uh, just though to uh, give a shout out for that crossbody pro wrestling and uh, Rich Swan benefit. He had uh, surgery, I believe it might have been on ankle. Um, but of course, that was in the States. He hasn't moved here to Canada yet. Uh, there had been talked to him, and uh, Sue Young wanted to move to Canada, and they like it. But he clearly got uh, injured. Uh, during the Impact uh, tapings uh, before the pay-per-view last time. And uh, so there's a lot of Michael Bills. Crossbody and Ben Ortmans are putting together this uh, auction, and they got a lot of items donated by OVE, uh, including a Sammy Callahan uh, jacket uh, signed by him when he was Solomon Crow in uh, NXT, uh, Madman Fulton has donated some shirts and masks and everything. Ben Ortman, some, uh, uh, trunks. And I believe it was Jake Christ, uh, who has three different, uh, ring worn jackets. They are up for auction along with some pop figures, uh, signed rich Swan figure. It's actually rich's uh, birthday on the 15th as well. And all this money goes to help rich and his bills. And you can actually go to the, uh, event page and Crossbody pro wrestling and put your, uh, Bids on those items and they'll close after uh, Family Day Feud Four. So help a Rich Swan and uh, get some uh, great uh, wrestling memorabilia.
0: Yeah, so if you're a fan of wrestling merch or you're a fan of OVE, uh, now is the time uh, Saturday uh, to get your hands on some of that merch there. Uh, Sunday, February 16th, CPW Hamilton Heritage Rumble in Hamilton, Ontario. Anything else on the Sunday?
1: Uh, yeah, there's actually a, a bunch of events uh, happening. I think in uh, Hamilton, I saw three, but I'm only getting two at the moment. It's the uh, Heritage uh, Rumble that you mentioned, and that's at uh, 1230, 1 o'clock-ish. But at 4 p.m., still in Hamilton, is Alpha One Wrestling presenting Deadly Encounter.
0: No, so the couple shows by the same promotion,
1: though, eh? No, Alpha
0: One and... uh, Oh, Alpha One, sorry. And Courage. Yeah, the you know so here's the reason I don't think I get the Alpha One thing is because they don't post their events on Facebook. But yeah, uh, I got
1: Facebook uh, posting for it.
0: Okay, forget I say anything at all then. (laughs)
1: Sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just forget it. Forget it. I know nothing about Hamilton wrestling, so yeah, I'll leave it at that. We gotta work Uh, on that, but yeah, these. uh, Mike Sharp would be po'd right now. I tell you that.
1: No, 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 no. I got him. I got him.
0: Uh, so, yeah, uh, those are some
1: of the events. There are some more on Monday if you're going to uh, catch up on that. But we can also uh, catch it on the Ontario Indie Road Trip
0: with yes. details of the matches. This isn't plug time right now. Let's continue on with the, the indie listings. So, Monday, February 17th, CWO Family Day presented by Championship Wrestling from Ontario in Toronto. Kaizen Pro Wrestling featuring Josh, Josh Alexander in Sydney, Nova Scotia. And then shout out to our boys up there in Listowel Midwestern Wrestling meet-and-greet featuring Sabrina Kyle and Dylan Andrews in Listowel, Ontario on Monday, February 17th. Sean, more details on that. Uh, they're doing some kind of coloring contest, is uh, Doug was saying?
1: Yeah, they're doing a coloring contest. I'm trying to find the uh, posting myself. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think there might be involving some tickets uh, for the show as well, depending on uh, what is going on with that. I'm just bringing up Midwestern Wrestling's uh, page right now. Uh, But, yeah, definitely during the uh, fan interaction, you're going to end up meeting uh, Sabrina Kyle and Dylan Andrews. So, uh, yeah, I got the uh, posting here. It says, hey there, we are proud to announce that Midwestern Wrestling is going to be part of the free family day event at Parkview Gardens in Listable on Monday, February 17th. Two wrestlers, Sabrina Kyle and Dylan Andrews, will be on hand to sign autographs for the kids. We'll also be there with fantastic coloring contests for kids. More on that tomorrow. So check out their page for more details. And uh, they also have tickets available for sale uh, for their March 28th show uh, and a few other goodies too. So definitely check out the Midwestern Wrestling uh, page tomorrow and stop by and see Dylan and Kyle or Sabrina Kyle uh, and Listool.
0: Yeah, so the Dylan Andrews and Sabrina Kyle coming up in Listool there on Monday. Uh, of note, uh, three more shows I just want to talk about, and two of them will be doing previews on next week, and then the other one we'll be doing a preview on in March. So Friday, February 21st, Femme Fatales 23, presented by Fem Fatales and C4 in Ottawa. Sunday, February 23rd, any given Sunday, 8, presented by Smash Wrestling in Toronto. Carter Mason taking on Kevin Bennett. Uh, for that championship, and then Saturday, March 28th, Midwestern Wrestling in Lister, Ontario, of course. And, Sean, I, I think I heard through the grapevine that you're heading up to Toronto for any given Sunday, eh? Day.
1: Yes, I'll be there. Um, I think I got a full car of uh, guys going and uh, meeting up with a few other people that day, so it'll be a good outing in Toronto any given Sunday. I went to it last year. It was awesome. I expect it to be the same this year.
0: All right, so I want to keep the show within the hour length. So we're going to get into... So Sean and I, last Friday night, I had the uh, ability to go see uh, Smash Wrestling here in London. So New Beginnings took place at Fanshawe College. Uh, Great show. uh, Quick results, courtesy of my website, cwnonline.ca. I'll go through the results, and I'll get Sean's uh, just overall thoughts on the show and then myself as well. Uh, So first match, character defeated Alec Realm by pinfall. Post-match, Jordan James hits the ring Under a mask calling himself El Chico, Scott Hunter and Alec Realm convince him to a mask with Realm stating that if James couldn't stop drinking his quote-unquote water, then he wasn't sure about the future of the revolt. So match number two, Fireball Jordan James defeated the endorsement Sebastian Swab by pinfall. Post-match, the revolt celebrated as Elm stated he was proud of James for not drinking his quote-unquote water during the match. Match three, The Muscle defeats Cole Colossus by submission. Match number four, Psycho Mike defeated the lifeguard on duty Joshua Pine by pinfall match five six person tag team match bella bronx rodney matthews and michael grayson defeated chris mitchell's i think he's back to going by chris uh, ethan dukes and jay loon by pinfall after bronx pin loon called that one by the way intermission took place obviously fan interaction everything else autographs pictures uh match six smash wrestling tag team championship match halal beefcake defeated death threat army by pinfall to re- retain smash wrestling tag team championship match seven which was the semi main event Triple Threat Match, which was originally just a one-on-one, so uh, Smash Wrestling Championship. The remix of professional wrestling Kevin Bennett defeated Von Vertical and the one-man dynasty Brent Moneybanks by pinfall after pinning Vertical to retain. And the match eight, which, which was the main event, Street Fight determined the number one contender. Winner going on to any given Sunday eight. Uh, King of the North, Carter Mason, defeated the wrestling machine Tyson Dukes by pinfall become the new number one contender to face off against Kevin Bennett next Sunday. Sean, your overall thoughts on the event as well as uh, maybe your thoughts on some of the uh, students of Tyson Dukes and how far, they've, uh, how far they've come.
1: Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the uh, first half of the show, which had a lot of uh, influence on the, uh, from the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory. Uh, it's amazing to see how um, the growth of guys like Jordan James and Alec Realm was or has been. Uh, they are some of the original six that started off with Tyson when they were at the Velodrome. And the fact that Realm and James haven't done a lot of singles matches, uh, at least in uh, different cards lately since they've been teamed together, it was good to see them in singles action. And Realm against Tarek, I could watch again and again, uh, to be honest. Uh, unfortunately, both uh, Realm came out on the short end of the stick, but there's a lot of potential going forward with that one. Um The freshness of the uh, six-person tag team match, yeah, they're going to uh, grow. It was a good debut for uh, Jay Loon and Bella Bronx getting uh, the victory. That uh, was really nice considering uh, the struggle she's gone through the past while with uh, overcoming cancer and being able to step back into the ring. So definitely a really good show, and then the uh, second half with uh, the major matches being involved, two titles and the uh, number one contendership. Death Threat Army, they're out of uh, actually Michigan. I talked to them just before they uh, hopped in the car, and they work really well with uh, Halal Beefcake, and I'd love to see them back again. Uh, they had a good uh, little sequence going on involving. Uh, some hurricaranas and flips uh, looked like it was going to be a 619, but there was actually a f- slide through. Yeah, Joe Coleman took it all uh, from Death Threat Army, but it was really good. The only downside to the whole event was some drunk idiot uh, near the end of the uh, Tyson and uh, Carter Mason match that decided to slide in with his hoodie on, so he yeah, unfortunately made it past uh, the security. You didn't realize that this was not one of the spots. And Tyson was face down on the mat, and this uh, idiot slid into the ring and they uh, got on top of Tyson, so it was back to back, and then started pulling on Tyson's leg. Before Tyson could realize what was going on and choke the guy out, Brian White, uh, counselor and wrestler from uh, Sarnia, along with Walter and April, got this guy out, tossed him out of the building, and, uh, yeah, that was the only blemish I'd see on this. Unfortunately, drunk student, who knows, uh, just an idiot overall. But he did get an invitation to uh, go to the factory, which he didn't uh, take Tyson up on his offer for. but Yeah, so. Number one contender, going to be a great match against. Uh, Hope I
0: spelt that right there. Thank you, Brian White, hashtag right there. So yep. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I forgot all about that actually until right now. It's, uh, the the biggest thing on my mind besides the the event itself was that one girl who was right next to me kept offering the the wrestlers pizza, and nobody. T- so I'm I'm thinking maybe this guy was pissed off though because he didn't get any pizza. Maybe. But Tyson, when I was asking him, uh, he said he thought it was the ref that maybe tapping yeah. him or something like that. So Tyson didn't actually realize it was a fan. He was like,
1: "What's the ref doing on me?" And then he realized some guy on him, and he was about to choke him out. And that's when Brian dragged him out of the ring. He, Brian wasn't even intending to get physical on that night and had to haul him out. And the guy wanted to go at a different door, and they're like, no, you're just lucky he's not uh, a WWE event. Or he would have gotten beat down like that guy that jumped Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, so thank you, Brian White. There, uh, The event itself was good. its I mean, you can't. You can't uh, say anything bad about the atmosphere at Fanshawe College. just a different vibe from, obviously, London Music Hall. Uh, Lots of fans poured in. You know, it's um, one of those things that fan after fan after fan continuously, you know, uh, continued to come in. Uh, You had the main guys, the pillars there, and then obviously Hall Beefcake and Kevin Bennett and Carter Mason. And I'm going to say this, and I'm allowed to change my prediction because the event hasn't happened yet. But sorry, Kevin Bennett, but you're actually going down next Sunday. So Carter Mason, new champ. That's uh, official prediction right here. I'm your terrible. thoughts on your thoughts on that match?
1: Yeah. We'll do, a rundown.
0: I, we'll do a rundown next week, but your thoughts right now on that match.
1: Carter. going to be an amazing build up. I'm hoping that they start putting out some uh, disc videos because Kevin Bennett knows how to do some great rap videos and what we heard last week from uh, Carter. If he can counter, wow. And when it was sort of announced uh, that it was number one contendership, I already put it out there that the King of the North was going to be the new um, Smash Wrestling Champion uh come the 23rd. And oddly enough, unfortunately, Kevin Bennett is the last of the Buffalo Brothers that seem to be around at Smash. The other ones are uh hanging out with Destiny. Maybe he's going to join the Buffalo Brothers if he can't retain the uh, title against Carter Mason. And the, one of the most hated guys
0: next to Sebastian Suave might be gone. Yeah, and he definitely proved his hate on Friday as well you know, complete Kevin Bennett antics taking place and he rolled up uh, Von Vaughn Vertico for the win, but great card, um, you know, kind of cranky that I'm not going to be at any given Sunday, eight, but uh, I'll look forward to the results and listening to your podcast, everything else. uh, And uh, everybody else's, I think Jonesy's coming though. Jonesy go. Yeah. (laughs) Jonesy should go to work for me and I'll go to the event with you there. (laughs) He'd be, uh, he'd be awesome. Anyways, uh, before we get off topic, Uh, Last thing I want to mention before we go into the the news that's uh, going on with us and and many others is uh, Shiloh, who was weird because of the fact that she was at Fanshawe that night, no Kyle Boone. So Kyle Boone is actually concussed. So, uh, you know, Kyle Boone get better. Um, She said it didn't happen right away. It probably happened some time ago, and it's just finally getting addressed. So obviously one of those things you want to take care of. But uh, Shiloh is actually, if you go to Gerwick.net, so G-E-R-W-E-C-K, dot net is actually the female of the day today so um not sure how we found out who shiloh was but uh she's up there
1: well uh speaking of shiloh though uh she also posted though today that six months ago she was told um that she would probably be out for a year because of her uh torn acl and she's had a lot of uh different surgeries i've uh, seen her uh trying to get uh back into uh ring uh, condition at the factory but today she officially got cleared to return so much for
0: being off for a year so shiloh will be back soon yes daniel i'm pretty sure you're gonna be happy about that um anyways so from there i'm gonna go into and and i am probably one of the last to hear about this but one of the first people to get on board and be a fan of this and and sean actually brought this to my attention i think like i said like the last smash show that we were at but the talk is is a lot of us here in ontario love doing what we're doing we we you know we get excited the thursday the wednesday the tuesday sean does his ontario indie road trip because of the fact he's passionate about that you know that's one of the things he wants to do to help out, to get exposure to the Ontario independence wrestling scene. Myself, I do the Thursday Night Throwdown with Sean. Uh, he also does his Comebacks Wrestling podcast. We're not the only ones. There are so many people out there that do this. So talk has been kind of going on probably longer than I've known about, but at least oh, well, well, Sean's shaking his head. no, so you're I, I, you're I guess one day behind. What's that? You're one day behind. Oh, one day behind. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Anyways. And saying all of that, they have decided, how do we create a group? How do we create a network for anybody doing a podcast in Ontario, in this area, to connect, to hook up, to uh, go to events together, to cover events together to highlight other shows on our show and vice versa. You know what I mean? So what they have discovered and what they have uh, announced uh, just through Facebook here is OIW, so Ontario Independent Wrestling Podcasting Network. So in saying that, you will see a lot more happen with that name, the OIW Podcasting Network. Um, I know there's talks about doing social media. There's talks about doing a website. There's been a lot of talks lately of how we can interact to get the most exposure possible there is people like Sean is traveling to Toronto next weekend. There's people going as far as Montreal, and that was, um, I, I, I want to say Chops, but what, what is his real name? James Weber. James Weber. Everybody went to- knows chops at uh, the
1: different uh, events, he's, uh, as you said, this past week, he went to Montreal, he's gone to Sarnia, he goes down to uh, Windsor, he's all over the place, Hamilton, Mississauga. He's based in Toronto, but. Yeah,
0: he's all over. you. You, If you've been to an indie show, you've probably seen Chops. So, hardcore wrestling fan, but also a podcaster as well. So, um, it, the end credits that you see is going to be the same this week, but I'm going to work on something next week that you see all the podcasts um, that we are aware of, as well as give the links to them as well. So, I just want to mention the podcasts that we're aware of, that we know about, that are they're part of this right now. And probably... I shouldn't say that, but if I get this name wrong, don't kill me, but schwa, is that how you pronounce this style podcast?
1: Schwa style podcast.
0: So, Oshawa, schwa, I'm assuming, right? Okay. So, we get the schwa style podcast, straight talk wrestling, uh, Gilme talks podcast, Knights of the squared circle, the Ocho and Ortiz show, scumbags, of wrestling podcast, ringside with chops, stogie mania, uh, Sean's Ontario indie, uh, road trip, as well as TNT, the Thursday night throwdown. So, that right now consists of the OIW podcasting network, which will you you will see us interacting and doing hype roundtables. I think have been a talk uh, have been a part of the discussions as well, eh? uh, with regards to events and say WrestleMania and and getting six people on our show, you know, to be able to talk about WrestleMania and predictions and what's going on in Ontario and big events. You know, this would have been perfect last year when that summer uh, SummerSlam was taking place in Toronto and all of, uh, the events that Smash Wrestling was doing. Uh, Sean, your thoughts as a wrestling fan as well as what you do and as much as you're doing about finally maybe something happening as far as networking all of us together.
1: Yeah, it'll be awesome because there's so much out there. And when I was talking to uh, Ryan Knight at the uh, Fanshawe show, he has a point. It's not like uh, there's a rivalry between any of us. We hate each other and, oh, don't talk to this guy, don't talk to this guy. If we can help grow each other in our different areas that we live in. His, Ryan's over in uh, the Stratford area. We're here in London. We got uh, a bunch of guys, uh, including James, over in uh, Toronto. There's uh, Elian Habanero in the Kitchener area. Like We're all over the place, and uh, the schwa style up in Oshawa. If we can uh, connect this province together and uh, Get a bump off each other. That's going to get the information out there. People are going to be attending more indie uh, shows in Ontario. The indie scene is going to hopefully blow up even more, and hopefully it's thanks to us to, with our passion helping uh, it along the way. Because you know, if everybody uh, works together, it's one big family,
0: and everybody wins. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm a big fan of this. My goal. Um, as part of this is because I have a love for building websites, creating websites, maintaining websites is what I'd love to do is anytime there's a podcast available, anytime there's uh, a YouTube or Facebook video available, like myself and Sean do it right now, I would love to have those on one site, YouTube style. So it's basically, you've got a website um, and you've got all these videos and all these podcasts happening and you can see every single thing who's part of this network in one place. So, if I can make anything happen as far as the website goes, that is what I'd like to see is everybody's podcast on this website available when the podcasts come out and, you know, video, audio, whatever the case may be. So that uh, that is something that I'd, I'm going to work on, to see if I can kind of do a, a blueprint and then kind of work on it from there. In um, saying that, the other big news is this. So tnthrowdown.ca, we have an official website for the Thursday Night Throwdown. Uh, <laughs> that's probably That's probably the reaction that everybody else just did. (laughs) Anyways, long story short, if you're listening to this, not watching this, but listening to this, uh, www.tnthrowdown.ca. Long story short, I would have paid a lot more for it, but I only paid 88 cents plus tax. Um, There was a a company that's out there, and I forget the name of it right now, but I think it's whc.ca. Legitimate, by the way, and you get your website for a year. So I did register this one. I also registered Canadian wrestling network.ca, which forwards to CWN online.ca. Um, I've also set up subdomains, which you will see in the coming weeks and stuff like that. But uh, TN throw down uh, is officially almost live. Um, you've got uh, basically a page up there right now with social media links, but you will see it live probably by, I'd say Saturday or Sunday at the latest It is family day weekend. So I got to make sure I spend some time with the family. So uh, Sean, we'll get your plugs out there. Um, We've, there we go. Scumbags are wrestling on Facebook, hashtag we are scumbags. What's going on in your world as far as wrestling goes?
1: Uh well, as I said earlier, episode 92 is going to be uh coming up. It might be a quick one. Uh definitely looking at this weekend's uh takeover. Um the Ontario wrestling scene is in my area a little bit quiet because I'm not going what did you just change to? Uh a little bit quiet. Uh, cause I'm not going to another show for until next weekend. so we're gonna preview uh, that and uh, yeah just uh, set our way up for the events happening through Ontario. Of course, uh, tomorrow we should be uh, putting up the uh, Ontario indie road trip on uh, YouTube and Facebook. so if regardless of where you are in Ontario, you can hop in a car, get a bus ticket, a train ticket, and make it to an indie show and support Indie wrestling. And I'm going to have a rundown of everything happening this weekend and next weekend. Other than that, yeah,
0: we have this TNT show and I'm waiting for new matches for the production line. Yeah. So anybody is not aware, it's on audio right now. I kind of just made myself disappear on screen. <laughs> I figured I had to come back, but still learning this technology. And like I said, it's week seven. So damn, I got to be getting better. But again, I forgot I was doing a podcast two years ago, not one year ago. So uh, that is that. Uh best way to reach me online, cwnonline.ca. Um uh, you know, independence promotions as well as pro. Uh, you know, anything I can see that's going on Canada based is on there as well. Uh that's my email address there, Chris at CWNonline.ca. And then show address right here. And I've got to get better at these screens, but there's an at Outlook.com is the best way to get in touch with us. Um, Neil, share your thoughts on the show if you've listened to it or watched it. Uh, your thoughts on the upcoming OIW podcast network, as well as pay-per-view predictions. Um, do you agree with us? Disagree with us? But, um, anyways, it's been great. We are at that one-hour mark. Um, Sean, big plans for tomorrow—Valentine's Day or Family Day? Um, tomorrow, uh,
1: going to Legion here in uh, London or in Lambeth. They have a dinner and uh, dance, so wife and I are heading there. Uh, no plans at the moment for family day, but we are both off, so we'll see what happens.
0: And uh, how much wrestling you got left to do this weekend? Uh, I just have to do the voiceover for uh, uh, Ontario Indie Road Trip. And oh, be- one more thing as far as voiceovers goes, anybody who wants to be advertised on this show, let me know if there's anthro at outlook.com. Uh, we can do up to 30 second video clips, or we can do audio as well, as long as I get a good screen pick to go along with that. But I want to start advertising on this show, not monetizing, but advertising, uh, especially with any of the podcasters out there that we have you know, been talking to and stuff like that. So fan of the show, you want to get advertised, whatever the case may be, there's anthonyluck.com. Uh, thank you for reminding me of that one. Yeah, all good. <laughs> all right until next week folks uh this has been thursday Throwdown Throwdown tnt as we call it happy valentine's day happy family day to everybody and uh hopefully we'll see you next week and if you're listening on audio thanks for listening and we will see everybody next week thanks sean have a good one